Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain and Anne Guest. Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. This is episode number 86. In the studio with me, Paul Spain, we have... I'm Paul Brislin. And Mauricio Freitas. Great to have you here as uh, founder of geekzone.co.nz. Great to have you uh, up from Wellington. Have you in Auckland? Uh, what are you here for? I'm here for the Microsoft TechEd 2012. Cool. Mm. I almost didn't make it. I missed my flight in Wellington. Oh, they put you on the next one, though. Uh, a couple of hours later, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always another flight. Well, very, very <laughs> glad you could be here. Thank you. And nice to have, uh, have Paul Brislin here back. Uh, Paul Brislin, of course, uh, CEO of uh, Tuans, the Telecommunications uh, Users Association of New Zealand. Uh, so first up, uh, something that we, we managed to uh, skip past last week, we ran out of time to cover off, uh, was the launch of a new uh, internet offering or internet service provider, Flip. Yes, that's right. It's um, come out of the stable that gave us uh, Cool Plus and Slingshot. Uh, it's being run as a separate marketing uh, campaign, so it's, it's got its own office, it's got its own staff, and it's quite separate. And it's aiming at the, uh, the low-level, entry-level uh, customer base. So rather than going for the big, uh, you know, 100 gigabytes a month or more um, data packs, uh, these guys are aiming for the low end of the market, the people who are just starting out saying, well, we might need a little bit more, but we're not sure yet, so let's, let's just see how we go. So it's a pay-as-you-go service. It's, um, uh, there are no contracts. It's all prepay. If you need another bump of data, you can buy, for, you know, I think it's um, about five bucks for two gigs of data. Uh, you can just add on packs like that. And it's incredibly cheap. It's fifty dollars a month, isn't it, or forty nine ninety five? That's right, and that in, yeah, and it includes your line rental. So when you're already paying fifty bucks a month for your line rental, uh, basically you're getting the broadband component uh, without any extra charge. That's that is really quite cool for those homes that don't have any broadband yet and they're concerned about the extra right. cost of getting getting going that they can just get started. But yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess the flip side excuse the uh, that's right yeah um <laughs> is that if they you know they're not used to how much data things can use they may end up paying a, a lot of those uh, fees but mm. as you say if that's prepaid yeah, yeah. uh then there's not a risk that you're going to go over and end budget. up with a big big bill because exactly. uh, you sort of pay as you go right which, yeah, which yeah. is great and it's it's ideal you know they're aiming it at that, at that end of the market uh student flats would be another um, good target market for them because it's it's um yeah, it's prepay, so it, it basically uh, uh, manages your money for you. You can't overspend. Uh, as soon as you hit that cap, you're throttled. You can't start going into overuse charges, basically. So it'll be very interesting to see. Their ad campaign kicks off shortly. I've seen a couple of the TV ads, and they're very funny. Uh, they film them in Hungary. Yes, uh, quite entertaining. Yes. <laughs> so that's, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, hopefully it will stir things up uh, in much the same way that Two Degrees has done in the mobile market. Yeah. Uh, just looking at some of the numbers we have for broadband in New Zealand, and for June 2012, the OECD says that we have 1.1 million fixed broadband connections in New Zealand. So that is less than half mm. of the population in New Zealand. Uh, right. It says it's an uptake of 26.9% per 100 inhabitants. Yeah. So, you know, while we are used to a lot of people that consume a lot of bandwidth and use a lot of content online, there is still a huge number of people that have no access because either they don't have interest or cost too much and they never had the taste. So yeah, like you said, yeah. like two degrees, perhaps we need some entry-level stuff. Mm. How many dwellings are there in New Zealand? 
There are 1.7 million, I think. 1.7 um, million. So, so if you're looking at it as dwellings, but you've also got business, that, that will include business connections as well, I believe. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you're still talking, as Mauricio says, about quite a small proportion so of the population having broadband already. So this is a big market that Flip can go after. If they can, if they yes. can hit that other half a million, mm-hmm. um, you know, premises that need to be yeah. hit or how yeah, many yeah. there are, uh, yeah, hey, it's that, quite an that's, that's a very, very smart thing to yeah, do. It is. Yeah. It, it is a big market, but there are limits in the whole plan. Apparently, you can only get the service uh, in a region that's c- covering 60% of the population. That's right. Right, yeah. so it requires yeah. uh, a certain type of configuration, yeah. certain equipment that's sitting yeah. in the exchange, and that's how they're able to offer this at yeah. such a low cost. That's right. They don't do it uh, when they're wholesaling Chorus's network. Uh, they only do it where they've got their own equipment in the exchange is what we call unbundling. So as long as the exchange or the cabinet is unbundled, uh, and these guys have a, an address checker on the website so you can see what's going on, uh, then you can find out whether or not you're in for it. Mm. Very cool. There you go. Very good. Mm. The three strikes law. Ooh, this is the strikes. this is the copyright law that uh, has had a lot of media coverage really since before it came <laughs> in, and yep. then it, you know it's 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 been pushed through. We've had you know a few people got uh, you know we heard a few months ago we're getting the uh, mm, getting the copyright the letters. notice uh, right. letters sent yep. out saying hey cease and desist stop downloading yeah. that illegal material. How dare you? How dare you want to watch television? No, that's right. So we've got uh, we've got a shiny new law. Uh, it says um, if you uh, if somebody wants to accuse you of uh, copying uh, uh, copyright material, uh, they then have to pay a fee to the ISP that you belong to, uh, provide the ISP with a whole bunch of information about time of uh, download, dates, places, all this kind of thing, the IP address. Uh, they've got to pay this $25 fee, and then uh, the ISP will have a look at the records and send out, uh, first of all, a, a um, you've been caught, don't be naughty letter. Then uh, you've been caught again, you, now you're in big trouble letter. And then finally, the you've been caught a third time, uh, it's off to the copyright tribunal with you if the rights holders decide to do that. And the first of these third strike notices was supposed to come out in July. Uh, and they did. Uh, a whole bunch of people were issued with them, and the rights holders simply didn't follow through. That's right. And yeah. they wouldn't say why, uh, and they still to this day have not publicly said why they didn't um, prosecute those They uh, probably want initials. to pick, pick and choose a little bit. Well, that's that's right. It's uh, But they're, they've got fine pickings, because at the moment, the only people who are sending out these notices are the... Recording Industry Association of New Zealand, the music guys. Mm. We've seen nothing from television, nothing from film, nothing from the books, uh, nothing from the uh, computer games side of things. None of them want to have a bar of it uh, uh, for various different reasons. But um, the music guys are out there. uh, In their initial submissions on all of this, they said uh, they wanted to protect New Zealand copyright material uh, and that that's why it was important that we have new copyright uh, legislation uh, unfortunately, as far as I'm aware, not a single New Zealand song uh, has been um, uh, the subject of one of these l- notices. So either nobody is stealing New Zealand music whatsoever, good on you, or... I know uh, that's not true. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or the Rians guys are just talking smack and they're actually just out there to protect the big name US artists. And so far what we've seen is Lady Gaga, Rihanna... Um, uh, you know, artists of this mm, ilk. Mm, mm. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, to be honest, I, I have very little sympathy for anybody who is caught downloading music because there are so many legal alternatives in New Zealand now uh, between iTunes uh, and all of the other stores where you can buy music or even now the, um, the likes of Spotify and Amplify where you can just 
sign up, pay some money, and you get access to everything. Yeah, we have you know, some great no options need, now that, yeah, that, yeah. that weren't 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 there previously, that's but right. uh, they're broadly available. Exactly. So uh, so they're going to go after them, take them to court, and what is what are the potential uh, outcomes? Well, they they are up for a, a maximum of a fifteen thousand dollar fine. Uh, now this is the first time this will be tried out. It goes. It's not to an actual court. It's to a copyright tribunal hearing. Uh, so they will potentially have an actual hearing but more likely just deal with it all via email. Uh, and these three people will, unless they demand their day in the, at the tribunal, will get a, a nice email in a few weeks' time saying, you have been found guilty to the full extent of the law and you will be fined, uh, whatever. And it won't be $15,000 because it's the first time round. Yeah. It'll be a couple of hundred, I'd imagine. Hmm. You, you talked about options. And um, I, I was just in law uh, looking at some uh, previous blog posts that I had here. I managed to collect, with the help from people in the community, 28 websites for music and 18 websites for movies and videos. And these are all legal? There's a legal yep. downloads for New Zealanders. I didn't list uh, websites like Hulu and Netflix because those require people to have some technical knowledge mm. to you know, bypass geographic limits and impersonate oh i'm i'm in the us actually try yeah. I'm, I'm talking about things that are available here and easy, some of them easy to access for any new zealander with an internet connection right exactly yeah, that's yeah. All you need. There's yeah. A, yeah. and there's a whole and, bunch and we have like 28 music services including free music services absolutely yeah. that's so a really there, good list no actually this is up on geek zone isn't it yeah, yeah. anyone can go yeah. and go and have a look yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. where is that what uh, uh what are it's you? on my uh on my blog okay. at the moment but i I'm thinking they're putting a permanent link on perhaps mm. on top to make it more visible and yeah. leave yeah. it there. Mm. I, and I think it's a good idea because uh, we talk about downloading music as being illegal. It's not, of course. It's downloading music without permission that's, that's the problem. Uh, there are plenty of places where you can go and get, uh, get whatever music yeah. you're after, really. That, that's another good point because a lot of people have this misconception that if I use peer-to-peer -peer software, mm. that's illegal. Well... That is not, as you yeah. said, downloading copyright material without permission. That is illegal. Peer-to-peer -peer software is just a tool, mm. you know, uh, you can use. And there are legal downloads that use peer-to-peer. -peer. Even games use peer-to-peer -to, -peer oh, to distribute. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Games, um, uh, uh, operating systems, you name it. It's yeah. all out There's there. There's a whole lot of distri so yeah, yeah. distribution It's the content methods, that matters, it? not how yeah. you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we have access to, to mm. good content in New Zealand. Mm. People just need to... Legal manners. Need to be yeah. aware of it. Yeah. Now, TV and, re and movies, that's a whole different ball game because there is a real problem getting access to uh, up-to-date content there. In a, in a digital um, manner, right? It, that's right, in yeah. the manner you'd like to see. So we've yeah. seen uh, an interesting case this week. We've got the new season of Doctor Who. Uh, and everybody who's playing the Paul Brisland drinking game can now drink everything in the house because I've mentioned Doctor Who, and that tends to be the way it goes. Uh, it's just launched in the UK. Um, uh, Sky TV, which owns the rights here, will show it on Prime in two weeks. And they've moved up the schedule quite dramatically. It used to be months and months, but now it's only two weeks, and they're quite proud of that. However, I, I, I tried my damnedest on the day that it came out, not to find any spoilers online and to avoid all of the comment. And basically, uh, within about half an hour of its screening in the UK, uh, it was all over Twitter, Facebook, Everywhere. the internet. Yeah. We were getting the, mark the full marketing campaign from the BBC come through 
including former um, actors off the show tweeting about what they'd seen at the premiere and how exciting it all was. And, oh my gosh, wasn't that quite an interesting twist in there? And I won't give anything away. Uh, and it's almost impossible to stay clean and to see it in for two weeks. Mm. In Australia, ABC, the, um, the equivalent to TVNZ over there, uh, decided they would stream it on their website within about half an hour of its screening in the UK. So if you wanted to and you were that mad keen, you could get you up could. in the middle of the night and yeah. watch it. That's brilliant. Uh, and that worked insanely well. That's so they had, really cool. uh, I think, 80,000 people in Australia watching it live uh, What in the middle of the morning. Um, and uh, apparently the download traffic over there has been significantly reduced. Mm -hmm. And that's the way to deal with this sort of thing. You let us have access to the content that we want and we'll pay you for it. It's not about stealing it. It's about getting access to it at all. Yep. No, it's rant it's, over. Yep. No, thank, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, talking of that stuff, we, we are starting to see, you know, more access to uh, to content mm. in New Zealand and uh, Quickflix, of course, who who, who, right. who launched in New Zealand in the last few months. Uh, they they seem to be working working hard on uh, trying to grow their catalogue, which there yeah. are some constraints, and we heard this week. Uh, that uh, the Commerce Commission are, are investigating Sky a little bit further That's around right. uh, um, some potential yes. uh, uh, breaches there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll wait. We'll wait and see whether anything is 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 found of that. Um, on the QuickFlix uh, note, is that uh, their new app is coming to Xbox mm. very shortly. Uh, word is before the end of. Uh, this month, so uh, a Excellent. few weeks off. So, just becomes another channel that we can yeah, get that yeah, get that content Good. through on yeah. a, an illegal uh, an illegal basis. Um, going back to really old school, uh, a company called Fatso, which um, some of you might uh, might recall, mm. uh, who do the DVD rentals. Um, I just heard that they're expanding into uh, computer games, so you'll be able to rent computer games on uh, on discs off, uh, off Fatso. Old school. So, uh, so yeah. you know who owns Fatso, though? That's Sky as well, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But interesting about the games, because uh, so many of these games today, um, once you register and enter the key, you can't use that key or that game That's anywhere right. else. Yeah. So what kind of games do, do they have, or do you have special versions of these games? I don't. Oh, I, I don't know. I, can't wait I don't to know. See. I don't know how they do that. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, another mm. thing uh, locally, uh, National Bank have um, a new mobile app on Android for anyone Very who's good. who's with yes. National Bank. So, I mean, it's just good. We're seeing more and more in terms of those localized apps coming across the the various phone platforms. Uh, obviously, they're going to start with with iOS and Android because those are the two you know the two big OSs here. And then if you're on something else that doesn't get it, the web apps are usually pretty good, uh, yeah. you know, anyway, anyway on the other platforms. So yeah. um, it's good to see the banks getting stuck in because, you know, they, that does make your life an awful lot easier. Um, uh, I've got um, apps for a what is it, Kiwi Bank and ASB, and it's insanely easy to use on your phone, uh, much easier than using the website. Mm. Uh, it's, it's tremendous. I can manage things a lot better uh, using those, especially yeah. when I'm spending too much money. The, the thing, though, is that the websites, they were quite limited yeah, up until yeah. now because of the technology that we have. But with, you know, the new web browsers technology, keywords here, HTML5, so some people not get Whoa. it. But with these new technologies, you can make more feature-rich mm -hmm. applications that run in the mobile browsers. Uh, it's important to note that apps for smartphones, they are 
interesting for people because each app is really good at what it does. That's right. You know, uh, you have specific functionality yep. that that's what all it does. It, you you don't try to, to solve the whole world yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yep. apps are really good because they're like snippets of functions that you mm. have to do. They don't have to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's exactly right. That's the way it works. And uh, it's working extremely well, I think. Mm. Yeah. Now, um, talking of apps and, and local things, uh, this afternoon we had the uh, uh, TechEd uh, launch in, in Auckland. So they've opened, well, the, 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 the opening keynote. of the, the TechEd event with the keynote. Uh, and they were showing off some of the new Windows 8 apps uh, that are coming through locally. Some of those have been in the marketplace already. Uh, Tweetro, which is one of the most popular uh, Twitter uh, apps, is, I hadn't actually clicked that that was a, that was a local one. Um, there is uh, one of the New Zealand companies has been contracted to do the ESPN uh, Cricket app. Uh, there's a app coming for Sky TV. Uh, which is more about guide and and you know remote recording oh. and so on rather than rather than uh, play it. playback yeah, yeah. on the uh, device. But I think that's a good sign that uh, that Sky and 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 Microsoft are talking. Maybe we're we're going to see um, an iSky sort of type variant end up on the Xbox mm. and and so on in the future, which would not be a a bad move at all, did, as has happened in many other regions around the, the world. Did you see the Windows Eight app? For the movies, throwing the movies into the Xbox from the tablet. That's very nice, isn't that it? That was nice. Yeah. That was good so that there's some quite there's some good. quite cool things coming there. But uh, I was very pleased to see that uh, New Zealand developers seem to be really uh, quite at the forefront on uh, on the Windows 8 platform. Mm. Uh, and of course, you know, we had um, uh, you know been on the show uh, you know last week. Uh, and and you know there's a number of these firms that are uh, um, you know putting themselves out there and uh, and and putting themselves on the global stage, developing from New Zealand, which is is a really good thing. Mm. Oh, it's tremendous to see. It's what we want. Now, also in the I guess we've been chatting TV. Is this um, 8K TV standard has uh, has been announced? It's been uh, been finalised. 4K, isn't it? No, this is the new ones. Eight K. Oh, so this, HD TV. So yeah, this yeah. is yeah. this is the this is the super, next super. next resolution up. So <laughs> we're on HD. There's there's the four K, which yeah. is the next one, and then eight K, okay. which is the next one so after UD, that. UHD TV is the eight K. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I always knew the UHD TV, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. a very hard name. To and say. I don't know about you guys, but my eyes are only seven twenty p anyway. I can't see any better than that. I'm, I'm barely out of sixteen. But you know, it, depe- it depends how close you are to the screen. <laughs> if I've right. got the projector set up and I yeah. and I'm sitting a couple of meters away, then uh, it's all good. Um, to go. You know, <laughs> but, but as soon as you sort of sit back, uh, unless you've got something really, uh, really massive, then That's yeah, right. the standard sort of uh, uh, HD resolutions yeah. are up. Are pretty good for me, and maybe that's yeah. that my eyes are just a, a, a little bit rougher. We've but, got old eyes, um, yeah. you know. There, there. Are, I think there are people that really appreciate those those top resolutions. It's like those people with uh, uh, very good ears for music; right. they can yeah, hear yeah. different notes that we can't and stuff like this. Seriously, I have to wear my contacts or glasses to see <laughs> the TV or drive, yep. and I have now. I have to take them off to actually read. Yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. getting too so old completely hosed. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, um, I was talking to a makeup artist at uh, at a TV station the other day, who said they've had to change the way they do makeup on some of the shows uh, for HD because you can see the brush strokes. Right. Uh, and you're starting to see this come through in the likes of the um, the scenery. Uh, suddenly it looks like they're in a cardboard castle yeah, instead of in an actual uh, real castle yeah. because it, it just 
there's so much quality. There's so much detail. Can, yeah. So my so, question about this new ultra high definition television, as well as those challenges, yeah. is how are they going to, you know, technically mm. transmit that much information down to us? So we think of the satellites and the so bandwidth, on. Yeah. Uh, we think of, you know, the internet yep. connections, which we're expecting all the information to come through. Yeah. If the standard comes through and we all end up with these ultra-high def- definition televisions yep. the file and size all of the new huge. contents getting, you know, recorded at these resolutions, mm. it's going to create uh, a lot a lot of, uh, you know, technical challenges, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. The, the technology keeps moving quickly, but it's still... You know, it it's going to spread some some extra uh, challenges and, and costs yeah. out there. I, I yeah. guess for um, for the TV manufacturers, mm-hmm. it's good because four K and eight K will both be more excuses for them to sell uh, to sell us a, a, a new TV yet That's again. Right. Yeah. But but perhaps the the whole idea is not to get broadcast, but get movies yeah. into a media that supports that. Because I think broadcast and broadband will have limits when it gets mm. to this kind of resolution. But you can get discs, you can get you know, content into the media, and that media can then really deliver. Yeah. But we so don't want to go back to physical media, do we? I, th- I, I think we it. want things just to be streaming down. And if uh, it's, uh, you know, we are actually in, in their hands, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're a bit stuck. But, you know, I, I, um, so a, a high-definition 720p file today, uh, an hour of, uh, a rough standard, about an hour's worth, is a gig of data. Yeah. So if you if you double that or or even quadruple that for four K, eight K you're talking about eight gigs per eight eight gigs of data per hour of, of television or movie, uh, that's an awfully large file. We're going to need a second Pacific um, uh, fiber cable after all. Not a second one. Maybe the a first third one. Or a fourth or yes. We we don't have the Pacific fiber anymore. No, no, that's right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess. We probably won't be seeing any of that content uh, in New Zealand too soon because, uh, I mean, at the moment, we're getting very little HD, even, even mm. you know, broadcast. Uh, yep. But on, uh, on another note, cars. We haven't talked too much about cars on the podcast oh. uh, recently, but there, oh. we've got a few bits and pieces coming up. But um, Mauricio, you, uh, you picked up uh, the new Audi, was it the A- A6? A6, yeah. All the, road. A6 all road. Now this this is um, this is a pretty sweet car actually. We went for a bit of a a bit of a cruise uh, in it and used the uh, the the GPS this afternoon just to get from uh, halfway across town. <laughs> I didn't tell the guys at Audi that I was gonna uh, get the whole gang in the car <laughs> and go out for partying at night, but <laughs> but there we are. But there That's we are. We are for. doing it. We've got right. we've got to make the most of it. Yeah, right. doing it. Um, I, I I was joking before my Twitter that I have the biggest cell phone in Auckland at the moment, or probably some <laughs> other. Uh, rich people have to, but you know, you get a SIM card, put into into the insert into the dashboard, and the car is a big cell phone. You know? So is it a standard SIM, micro SIM? Oh, uh, I stand the SIM card. Yep. So you yeah. just take. So uh, you, you'd you'd probably just have a SIM card that just stays with the car, yeah. right? Well, the idea is you just put in there and forget. Mm. Uh, what I had is I got a uh, two-degree SIM card that I, I bought on a, a data stick and I put three gigabytes of data into that. And when I got the car, the guy was showing me he was going to put his SIM card. I said, oh, that's all right. I'll just put mine and then configure. Put that. The car recognized there's a different uh, operator, mobile operator, mm-hmm. asked what is the mobile configuration, the APN. I entered that, showed the 3G signal, 
and that's it. Where you want to go, enter the destination, Google Maps show up, shows up on the screen, the dashboard in front of you show all the directions, uh, any phone calls come into the car, not into your phone. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you can have a Wi-Fi hotspot for up to eight devices inside the car. <laughs> That's great. So, so everyone in the around, car yep. and anyone standing around the car can, yep. Uh, yep. can, can get driving online. takes on a whole <laughs> yeah. new... <laughs> yeah. Instead of, instead of using yeah, yeah. the, the Wi-Fi, we're yeah, giving the Wi-Fi. That. That's, <laughs> That's right. That's great. Lovely. Now, one thing I was impressed about with the, uh, with the navigation was that you've obviously got the uh, the sort of the the um, uh, the the screen that comes up in the in the middle between the between the um, mm. yeah. uh, you know the dash, but also you've then got smaller directions that are uh, right next to um, the, the speedo and so on in, in the dashboard. So you've got it in two places, so it's very very easy to know yeah. uh, what to do. You I haven't I haven't seen that before. Well, you have the the. You have the voice guidance yeah. to start, so you don't really have to take your eyes off the road. That was me in this case because you weren't listening to it, so I had to tell you when, <laughs> when, to, when to turn because I was that, watching it. Say? You were talking. What did you say? I've noticed that the, the nice lady with the British accent was kind of rusty. At the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit grumpy. Yeah, yeah. she was. But I was talking I, I, over I'm her. All GPS is grumpy. Yeah, Some well, they should it. be, shouldn't they? I'd like a GPS to start saying things like, look, I told you to turn left, turn left at the next turn, or that's it, you're on your own. You know, <laughs> I want it to tell me what I'm supposed to do. Not, not this wussy recalculating route. Oh, well. So uh, then, then we got to the car park downstairs here, and um, I wanted to check how the camera stuff mm. works, because the, the car got cameras. a reversal camera. Right, right. And the cool stuff is that you put the car in reverse, even in the dark, because it was a dark car park, it illuminates mm. the back yep. and also shows on the screen the path that the car is going to follow based on your... On the steering on wheel. The, yeah, yeah, where your turn is. So yeah, it yeah. gives you that, that guidance to show you exactly where you're going to turn into. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It's very cool stuff. That is. I haven't even asked the price for this technology. <laughs> I'm going to ask when I return the car yeah, in a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, yeah. take a deep <laughs> breath. Well, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, banging on their door asking for the next uh, the next go. It look, it looks very very good actually. I'm I'm very impressed. And uh, and uh, the car dies every time you stop it. Oh yeah, that's great, isn't it? Oh, it's got starts. Start, it stop. starts stop. Mm. Start so I mean, from a from a from a like green perspective yeah, yeah, and yeah. a just you know efficiency. Uh, that's very good, explain yeah. this to to the. Well, so this is every time you pull up at the lights, um, the engine switches itself off. And as soon as the lights go green, you put your foot on the gas, the whole engine bursts into life again. And my it's, and it's instant, right? It's instant. Just it does, because yeah. it's a piece of garbage. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it doesn't quite burst back into life. And sometimes it's a little bit yeah. dodgy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, so, it's, yeah, it's a new standard for a lot of um, uh, the sort of the, the environmentally aware uh, car makers. So it was a little bit strange at first mm. driving and you stop at the lights and say, oh, okay, it's Completely silent yeah. and not nothing inside. But zero, yeah. zero revs. You take the yeah. foot off the, the, the brakes and the thing comes up. Mm. So is there much of a delay when you start off again? or One second. It was pretty quick, uh, wasn't it? By the time that the car... But it, if you're like the third car, you know how there's an effect. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, when you have a string that's, that's relaxed and then you yeah. stretch it. The third or fourth string takes time to, to yeah, stretch. Yeah, to catch up. Yeah, to catch up. So if you see... If you're three cars... 
behind and you yeah. see the light turn green and you take the foot off you will start yeah and that's pretty much the time that you need to come in front of you start moving so right, mm. right. Yeah. if you want to yeah, race off and be very first off at the lights when yeah. there's a couple of lanes you, you might you Most might pedals. hit that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hit, hit the button on the uh, dash to turn that off yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've got that option so that's all um, good yeah it's, it's, I, and it's I like pretty that cool they are thinking uh beyond just let's put a sat nav in the car and be done with it they're actually mm. thinking more about what do people use cars for these days I'm a bit concerned about the SIM card in the car itself. I would have thought you just Bluetooth from the handset. Oh, well, you've got both you options. You can do that as you well. You can yeah. if your handset supports the, the SIM access profile. Right, Which right. his... Can I say the brands? Yeah. You can say whatever you like. His iPhone didn't support the SIM access yeah. profile because... For reasons that we know, Apple doesn't like other... Apple doesn't support standards, that's yeah, why. Well, <laughs> and my handset didn't support either. So the option is to put the SIM card in the car. Right, right. So it's up to you. You can use yeah, the yeah. car with a permanent SIM card, or if you have a handset like the Samsung Galaxy, yeah, yeah. you can just pair and that's it. it so I discovered fine. that. I, I bought a car stereo for mine, and it would sync uh, with my iPhone um, for the phone component as I got in the car. That was yes. fine. The music... No, never sync. I'd have to do it all manually. But uh, the Samsung, uh, it does both as soon as you get in the car um, automatically. So that's, that's tremendous. You know, I get in and the music will automatically be available uh, or the audio books or whatever I've got as well as the car, which, uh, yeah, as well as the, the that's phone. Great. Yeah. Uh, it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. I think that, yeah, the, that, that um, relationship between cars and phones is, is, mm. getting a whole lot, is getting a whole lot better. And we were talking in the last week or two about... Uh, new JVC head deck that yeah, I've, yeah. I've been trying out, and yeah, we're we're just seeing better and better results, better and I think we'll uh, yeah. we'll we'll see this again mm. soon uh, f- with uh, Ford, who are launching their Ford Sync mm. technology here uh, in New Zealand. So we're waiting for one of those to uh, to come off the boat, and yep. we'll be we'll be yeah. chatting about that one uh, soon. And uh, I think we're trying out a, a Honda shortly in the next few weeks as well. So it'll be just interesting to mm. see. Uh, how the various uh, car manufacturers and at different price points are um, you know addressing their their audiences being That's more right. and more mobile enabled and you know wanting to make the most of that technology and, and make it safe as well and, and as somebody who rode yeah. a scooter for many years in Auckland the safer you are the better off I am because people tend to just feel insulated in their cars and don't notice what's going on around them so phones seem to accentuate that so mm. we'll make it as easy as possible for you to not kill people out on the road well, that's uh, that's that's a pretty good, good I like uh, it. Yeah. Good goal to have, isn't it? <laughs> Big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, now, zero. I picked mm. this one up on. Um, I think you would you put this up on Geek Zone, uh, Mauricio. Yeah. Um, Wellington Company Zero are really really growing. Mm. This is uh, this is great Huge. for New, for New Zealand. Well, what have we got now? An extra hundred staff and and looking to double again uh, in the not too distant future. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, and I see they're in that nice, shiny new office in Wellington with uh, TradeMe. Yeah, uh, where, with, uh, with the slide, the the Rialto, where Rialto Cinemas used to to be. It was mm. a very nice mm. uh, building there. Mm. I I visited the offices a couple of times the last couple of months, and uh, yeah, they're expanding, and you see more and more people there every yeah. time you go there. It's We're very good. It's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, we just we seem to have more and more, um, you know, New Zealand software and 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 technology mm. firms uh, that are that are doing well on a on an international basis. And yeah. you know, certainly there's a good chunk of their revenue that's that's from New Zealand at the moment. 
but uh, you know they've got into a, a good chunk of international investment and and a, and, a, and a growing percentage of their uh, um, customers are yep. are you know a long way away from New but Zealand. Yeah, that's that's right, uh, and and we're starting to see. Uh, a real growth in terms of uh, the high-tech sectors overall. If you include all of it from the likes of Zero and the software guys all the way through to uh, Raycon that make the um, the oscillators that go in all the devices, even uh, Fisher & Paykel Healthcare, which is still based here and keeps mm. the IP here, the intellectual property. Uh, if you add all of that up, there's a, a survey that comes out each year called the, uh, the TIN 100, T-I-N 100, and that looks at the top uh, technology-related companies in New Zealand. Uh, and they estimate that the top 10 companies are worth $4 billion a year in revenue. Uh, that puts them in just quite nicely in at number two in our export market. Uh, first of all, we do uh, milk powder. That's number one. Second is the high-tech sector. And third is dead animals. And it's great to see uh, <laughs> the, you know, the high-tech sector finally manage to break into that, uh, that kind of level. Can you imagine if we had 100 companies at that kind of level, we'd have $40 billion a year. We wouldn't be talking about digging up the national park looking for oil, uh, we would have a sustainable, strong economic base uh, from which to grow the country. And I think that's, that's really what we need to be pushing. Uh, this is highly sustainable stuff. You just need more electricity and, and a bigger building with more screens and mice. And off you go. And, I'm gonna, and, I'm plenty, show and plenty more bandwidth. Plenty <laughs> yeah. more bandwidth. I'm going to show my age, but when you said T100, I thought T1000, and that brought me Terminator. You were Terminator. <laughs> no, we're both old enough to remember that. I'll watch that on uh, QuickFlix when I get home. <laughs> That'll be good. <laughs> How many did they do in the end? Four? Four, Four Terminators? Look, uh, after the second, yeah. every sequel is bad. So. They, they just went downhill. First two are excellent films, though. Very good films. Yes. And, the TV, and the TV series as well. Well, that's not to be not sniffed at because it's got Summer Glau in it. So um, I'd go a long way to see Summer Glau being a Terminator. That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, now, sorry, I've got, uh... You've got lost. I've got lost. schedule. The, uh, in a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> we're guinea pigs again. We are. We're uh, always guinea pigs. We're, uh, why, why, why does New Zealand always get, get picked by the Facebooks and, and the LinkedIn's of this world? Because, uh, last week, uh, well, in the last, last week or two, um, New, New Zealand's been a bit of a, bit of a test ground for a new LinkedIn feature. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the feature itself, uh, but I have seen that um, on on Facebook we were early trialists of this. Um, hey, you've said something on somebody else's page. Would you like to pay? Was a dollar twenty nine or something to, to promote it? To promote it, and I said no, and promote I will your not. Tweet. I am done with that. Thanks. But they do like to try things here in New Zealand. We're an isolated market, so if it goes horribly wrong, the fallout's quite uh, slim. Uh, but we're also quite a mature market, and we're very similar to uh, the US or Europe in that regard. So they will try things out here uh, before it goes to town. So um, currently, of course, LinkedIn is doing uh, a one-click endorsement feature. Uh, and I saw these things popping up. These are the, um, hey, you know, Mauricio's uh, uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, why don't you endorse him as being very, very good at social media and this kind of thing? I just got, yeah, I actually just start getting notifications. Yeah, like, I, you have been endorsed by blah and blah. And so, gosh, <laughs> some people that I haven't heard in the ages. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that come, up in come through too. And, it's, yeah. and it is, it, it's quite an interesting sort of feature because... You know, people will put up on their profiles and say, oh, I'm good at this or I'm good at that. But if you've got other people endorsing, then it actually 
it provides a bit of credibility to those things. So unless they're people like you, Hassan, and who's going around <laughs> busy telling everybody he's got uh, he's got good skills in space travel, creative writing. I can I can endorse you know, the, the space oh, travel yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody can be good if you but just fire them off into space and, right. and let them and keep flying. Them now, now you talk. Now you talk about credibility in social media <laughs> measure. Uh, yes. You probably heard about clout. Clout and it's clout score. Now, what's your clout score today, Mauricio? Fifty-nine. I'd oh, say. I'm taking you out. You see. Oh no. Now the thing is, <laughs> you probably have heard of Empire Avenue. Mm. What happens is that if you join Empire Avenue, you start seeing things called missions, and what they do there is. As people accumulate the virtual currency in Empire Avenue, they start paying for missions. Like, I'll give you 2,000 virtual, cur- virtual currency yeah. Yeah. if you go to cloud and give me, and give me a plus K <laughs> on Trident. And I saw lots of these things and I said, why Trident? And why these people want to Trident? And now it's uh, in a specific uh, brand of a, a car. Right. So what happens is that cloud was running... Uh, Cloud Perks yep. with Trident, and now he's running Cloud Perks with some kind of stuff. So people try to game the whole That's right. number game. Yeah, yeah, it's all a bit of, it all becomes a it's bit of a shambles. So and, and, and yeah. How can you yeah. get, how can you believe in that? What's yeah. the credibility? Yeah, it all disappears at that point, isn't it? And I am looking for something uh, that, because, you, you know, it, as social media people, we, you, it's nice to be able to measure your, your impact, your reach, uh, to understand... Um, these people I'm following, are they, are they all the same kind of people or am I actually getting a good cross-section uh, for corporates? It's quite important to understand who their audience is and yet there's no really reliable way of measuring uh, how well you're doing online whatsoever. So well, cloud, uh, with all the problems, cloud. Mm. cloud would be a good measure if everyone if agrees that is a standard. That's right. If, you, if everyone agrees there is a standard, even if the standard is bad, at least yeah. we are in the same level. But then you start seeing people gaming. Yeah, and, and it's all, all right, then, that's it. it. I had a look at one called 20 Foot, uh, which um, comes up with some lovely charts and some nice metrics. Charts but are I, nice. Oh, I love know, beautiful charts. Like it doesn't have to mean nice. anything. They just look good. There's, <laughs> there's, you know, there's, there's lines and there's wiggles and it compares me with this time last year and all the rest of it. And it, it all looks very good. But um, it takes a very long time to produce the information. And uh, it started firing out tweets telling people um, what my latest stats were without asking permission. So Ooh, I got, I got a little bit prickly about that. Yes. I, I get a yeah. bit grumpy about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can understand. Plus, if you want to add Facebook or something else to it, uh, they start charging you. So, you know, it's got a, an actual business model in there, so it'll never work. Yeah, maybe. I mean, some of these things have to have a business model along yeah, the way yeah. somewhere, Paul. It's to, the uh, internet, though, you know. That, that, brief silence, that, that, that brief silence was just a stunned face around the other comment. I was waiting for somebody to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, okay, we've talked about a lot of things, a lot of local things. It's time to chat a little bit about gadgets. Oh, what would you like to talk about? Well, there's a there seems to be a whole lot of gadget news that's either about to hit or that's that's hit already. So um, last week, what was the big show on? Oh, the IFA. In, yeah, in Germany. In Berlin. So can you pronounce can you pronounce uh, the German name of it? No, just putting no, you on the spot no. there. I was no, just gonna, no. I was just going <laughs> to see. So IFA or IFA, as I've heard people calling it. I right. call it IFA because. 
It's three letters. It's three yeah, letters. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a TLA. I mean, That's right. you can yeah, go yeah, yeah. over to TLA. Uh, so the big announcements that I noticed there were, uh, were really coming from, uh, for, from Samsung uh, and <laughs> from who else have we had make, making, uh, making announcements well, there? Well, Samsung really sort of washed uh, everybody away by, uh, <laughs> by um, uh, revealing this appalling um, uh, blogger scandal that's busy unfolding around them at the moment. Oh, you better tell us about that well, one, Paul. Well, uh, look, you know, it's, it's, it's quite nuts. There's this, um, this whole idea that in the old days you used to be able to influence journalists by uh, taking them away on trips. When, you know, when I worked at Computer World, we used to do this constantly. Uh, we'll fly you to an event like, uh, you know, like this in Germany or CBIT or, or whatever was going on around the world. Uh, you get time uh, with our executives. Uh, you can go and look at all the other stuff as well, of course. And, but, you know, you'll be writing stories and generally speaking, they'll be quite positive. Uh, and it was always up to the, you know, the, there was always that hidden suggestion that you were somehow bought and paid for. Uh, and we used to give them a, a quite a strict uh, rundown on what we would and would not do, including you don't get to vet any of the copy, you don't get to see anything. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, all those kinds of rules. We yep. were very, very And you have to it. be able to stay independent, you regardless do. of who's, who's paying for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the better be ones understood opinion. that. Yeah. Uh, occasionally you'd get the rogue ones who would say... Um, uh, oh, no, 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 we'll need to see all the copy before it goes out. In which case we say, well, I'm sorry, no, we're not actually um, going to write anything in that case. Stuff it. We're not, we're not going to bother. Uh, and I do remember one of my colleagues going to China on a very expensive trip uh, with SAP, uh, one of the big software companies of the day. Uh, and uh, on the last day of the conference, uh, uh, a nice analyst stood up and said, of course, none of this actually works. And so that was the headline that she wrote because that was the news <laughs> angle was SAP sucks, says analyst. And at the bottom of the story, she had, uh, you know, Kirsten the, flew courtesy of SAP to this conference in China. Yeah. They were not happy, but it was their own, um, uh, of their own making. They, they got this guy along to the conference to talk and that's what he said. So it was news. They understood that. Samsung had a slightly different approach. Uh, in the new world of the blogger, uh, Samsung has flown a couple of, uh, would-be bloggers from uh, India uh, to this conference in Germany. And when they arrived there, presented them with uh, uh, the, the, sh the, the company shirts uh, and told them, here's your stand. You'll be selling Samsung products on this stand uh, for these hours of the day. Uh, there seems to be some confusion as to um, whether these guys were aware that that's the program they were a part of or whether they thought they were independent bloggers or, or quite what the story is. But um, halfway through, when they complained, uh, the good folk at Samsung said, well, we won't be paying for your hotel bill and we won't be sending you home. You, you're here in Germany. Too bad. Ha ha ha. And it took um, Nokia to rescue them and say, don't you worry, we'll pay for your hotel bill and make sure that you can fly home at the end of the conference. Uh, so Samsung currently not just has egg on its face, but um, rocks and blood and, mm -hmm. and all kinds going on because it's, it's, uh, it's well out of step. And I think uh, hopefully it will prize the lid off the whole. Um, we will slip you a device and you'll say nice things about it, but not mention that we've given you a trip or a car or, a, or you know whatever it is that uh, is going on. So uh, yes, I don't know what else happened at the conference. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> that was enough, really, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. an interesting one. And and you know I'm sure when you you know when if you look into the details that uh, you know nobody's seen you up within uh, 
you know, Samsung mm. would have endorsed that type oh, no, of operation. No. You'd hope and not. you've got, you know, somebody somewhere who um, you know, in a in a in a smaller office or whatever who's maybe yeah. just started working there and uh, you know, they've really made mm. a big mistake but uh yeah. now now uh, now, it's, now it's impacted their brand right right around the world. Right around the planet, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean here in New Zealand, uh, I mean you and I were at this uh, launch of the the new uh, um, Samsung uh, tablet the other day hmm. uh, and it is uh, you know companies do go to a lot of effort to make sure that you enjoy these things you feel good about the company even going as far as I mean I've got a Samsung phone because they gave me one to play hmm. with hmm. so uh, so long as you're upfront about it and you explain what's going on yeah. uh, I think people realize that you know these sorts of things happen but, but uh, it's when you, you hide it away or you, you yeah know, yeah, yeah. I, I, or you go to extremes like this where you know you, you're trying to basically buy uh, a blogger's um, copy, yeah, and, and that, threatening and, them and, if it doesn't work, and that's work. going you know, way too hopeless, far. Hopeless, yeah, well, like. well, let's let's talk about the gadgets because mm. there was so obviously last week in New Zealand we had the uh, Samsung Galaxy Note ten point one that we, we've been having a play around with yes. here. Um, what what was your take on it, Paul? Well, I um, I'm intrigued by the idea of the stylus making a comeback. Having had a, a Palm Pilot back in the day. Uh, I, I, um, oh, I was very fond in, of my oh, Palm Pilot. My Palm 3, I stopped a whole press conference by taking that out to take notes on it. Uh, and the man on the stage came down to have a look at it because it was just, it was an eye-opener at the time. It was mm. quite remarkable. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, and I have to say it's the one of the, the devices that I've had at home that my kids, who are pre-teenagers, uh, they just love it. They could not get enough of it. So, you know, I think they might be onto something there. You know, we were all mocking, saying, oh, it's a blast from 1997 again. But actually, it's, it turns out to be really quite useful. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, we, we had uh, a stylus with most, uh, most smartphones, really, other than, than the BlackBerry, mm. up, up until uh, the when iPhone. the iPhone came yeah, out. Exactly. And that was, you know, moving to the sort of physical touch. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're now seeing that sort of swing back in yeah. the other direction to support... Both, so you can u- use your, uh, you know, natural um, touch when when appropriate, when but works. also when you want to write something, you can grab yeah, a stylus. There, there is no way you can actually write with your finger. No, no. But if you have the stylus, you can actually mm. use that as another different input method. That's Writing right. is still very easy for yeah. us to do, you know, uh, unless, you know, some people might these days learn to actually type instead of writing mm. but but know. with with a tablet where you do, maybe don't have a keyboard attached and so yeah. on it's it's great yeah. to have that option and it i've is, i've is. been using uh one of the uh the thinkpad tablets uh from lenovo which is also based on um on the android os uh in some meetings and i'll be using the uh the the samsung uh trial unit uh, this this week uh, at some meetings and and, mm. and conference things to take notes and I'll I'll, I'll see what well, it's like but I think yeah. um, you know for me if I've got uh, a device like that and there isn't sort of maybe I don't want to use a keyboard or you're not mm. wanting that right. heavier device in the space then being able to handwrite on a screen is uh, um, is something I I quite enjoy doing I mean mm. my mind's not made up yet what I think the best way is to do it. Uh, I think and it'll vary, won't it, from, so from issue to issue. Mm. Th- yeah. That's one of the reasons why people still like to actually use notebooks, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, notebooks, the ones that you write, things. not notebooks yeah. that you type. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Moleskine and stuff. Mm. Pen and paper, because you can write, you can scribble, you can take notes, yeah. put draw notes on the side, draw pictures. Draw yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Have Cross you guys out. seen the new Evernote app that was launched last week with no, the no. companion Moleskine? Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. So you have a Moleskine with a special encoding, like those uh, special 
pens, uh, yeah. electronic pens, but this mm. one, you have a Moleskine with special coding. You write, you take notes, mm. you scribble, you have some stickers with uh, stars, different colors, you can put a start. Then you get your iPhone or Android, take a picture of the page, mm. and that's automatically uploaded to Evernote, yep. searchable. The stars that are sticking there automatically you know, give references, and uh, basically, instead of you using a uh, uh, stylus on a tablet, tablet, on tablet. Yeah, you, you actually, actually write on the paper. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, quite, quite remarkable. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a tr- and we've got, there's also uh, uh, pens that will, you know, do the same thing. Yeah. It's built into the pen yeah. and it, so and it figures what the, you're, the what you're writing. So doing what the pen would be doing, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's making, a, you know, taking a step further by integrating this with the cloud and uploading your your uh, notes straight away, making them yeah. searchable from other devices. So, hmm. yeah. No, it's very cool. It's um, it gives you more options. I mean, I touch type, but I I need a keyboard to do that. I can't do it on the screen. Hmm. Uh, so a tablet's only going to get me so far. Uh, I'm kind of married at the moment to my iPad with the the Zag keyboard because uh, because it allows me to do both things. Does both? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's you know I I haven't seen one of those yet for the Android or well, for the Windows 8 market, and I'm surprised by that. Yeah. So what what we saw announced um, last week as well as. Uh, Locally here was the 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 Note ten point one, which is mm. it was Android based. Uh, the Galaxy Note two. I think you've got a you've got an original Galaxy Note, uh, have no, you? No, I I, uh, I used one for a while. Okay, yeah. So that but, uh, yeah. that one was announced last week, but then the um, Samsung Ative products mm. were uh, were announced, which we hadn't heard anything of before. This is a new brand, mm. and this is going to be Windows eight. Uh, tablets and Windows Phone 8 uh, handsets, of which they showed That's one right. off, which looks very similar in, in you know many technical respects to the uh, Galaxy uh, S3, S3 which, yep. which, which, which we both use. Yeah. Uh, and um, thanks to uh, Samsung. Um, and some of those tablets, uh, if not all of them, um, are coming with the same... Um, uh, stylus, I think yeah, they're yeah. calling it the S stylus. The S, the S pen. S pen. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. gonna that same style of pen, and also there's an application that goes with it for mm. writing. Will be across uh, Android and Windows. Uh, not the not the phones at this stage. Uh, haven't heard anything ab- no, ab- about that. Um, but uh, yeah, th- this is I guess uh, Samsung sort of pulling together these mm. varying products across different operating systems and. And giving a little bit of consistency yeah. uh, across their brand, so and that's that's interesting, isn't it? That they're taking quite a different approach to the other manufacturers who seem to be swinging in behind one operating system or the other. Uh, Samsung uh, would cheerfully offer devices right across the range. So then it's up to the customer. I'm a I'm a Windows guy versus a, a Google guy. Righto, there's a device for you, yeah. and, and you don't lose out on anything. Hopefully, hopefully, mm. we'll see how they go with the App Store and making mm. sure that you've mm. got something to run on these things. Yeah. So those look pretty good. They've got a uh, they've got so they've got Windows RT, which is the uh, or the ARM uh, technology uh, or ARM chips um, in, chip. in, yep. inside them uh, that that they're going to be releasing under that um, Ative brand, as well as ones that are based on uh, Windows 8, the professional version, uh, and those will come in uh, in a couple of different flavors as well. So I guess we've got uh, a few more weeks to wait. I think mm. it's uh, October the 26th that Windows 8 is you know sort of officially launches with off. new products and so on so uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see some of those uh, landing mm. in uh, in New Zealand and of course around then as well I'm sure we'll get yet another Apple uh, device 
Um, well, it's only days away. We, we think until oh, the, ne- the sure. next uh, announcement, right? Maybe an iPhone wave. 5 and yep. uh, maybe some new uh, iMacs and other bits and pieces because it's been, um, it's been actually quite a long time mm. since an iMac's been, uh, been launched, sort of well over a year now. Yeah. I had, had um, um, my mother actually asking me, is it time to replace my uh, <laughs> iMac? And I, I, she emailed me and uh, said, I've had a look online. There's nothing to suggest a new model's coming out. What should I do? And I said, no, don't replace no. it. There's a new model. Stand I'm down. sure probably going to be announced in the next few weeks. So don't buy a model that's, uh, it's that's so, so, right so out of date. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, that is one of, the, you know, one, of those, one of those challenges with buying technology because... As soon as you buy it, you know, there's probably something else yep. that's going to come out. It's never um, a good time. It's never a bad time. But with, the, with the Apple ecosystem, there is a bit of a cycle to there it. Is. Uh, there is. And, and you can have a look and, and do a little bit of research. Say, so, well, when was the last one? Yep. You know, is there going to be another one out, and you, you know, can, very soon? And you always know that they, they, they reach the point where new models are coming out when you see the avalanche of... People yeah, selling yeah. their, right. their the old, old ones. ones on Trade yeah, Me yeah. or announcing around, I have an iPhone 4. Who yep. wants to That's true. IPhone in fact, 4? I just sold my Kindle Fire uh, a couple of weeks ago. And yes, sure enough, sure in enough. the last few days, um, we've been told that uh, there will be a, uh, a big announcement yep. coming from yep. Amazon and yep. uh, probably... Uh, a new, uh, a couple of new Kindles uh, mm. hitting, hitting the market. And, I love my and, Kindle. It's and, my and favorite uh, device. I, I really say that it's the best yep. gadget that I ever bought ever as bought. a Kindle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. The price of books in New Zealand is, is ridiculous. Uh, and this gives you access to so much more in a, in a better timely fashion at a much better price. It's and, just, and you just don't brilliant. have to worry about, if you're traveling, you don't have to worry about carrying two or no, three paperbacks. No. Oh, and all fan, the it's fantastic. We, we went to Samoa a either. few months ago, and before I went, I bought more books than I would ever normally <laughs> buy. Yep. Um, but I just thought, well, I'll just buy the stuff. I'll read it another time. But yeah. I only had to take, you know, we One took we took a, a couple of Kindles with us, yep. and uh, you know, I got through the entire Steve Jobs book, which is a, is a, is, a, is a, a it's huge. <laughs> the uh, it was yeah. pr- a less than a quarter of probably the retail price in New Zealand mm. uh, to buy it that way. Uh, you know. It's great. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think that you read a lot faster on the Kindle than on a paperback because yep. you don't have to move your head from side to side That's on right. the, when yeah, you flip a lot, page. A lot quicker. You read quicker. Yeah. I was on a flight, uh, Wellington, Auckland, a few months ago, left the airport, came to town mm. for a meeting, opened my backpack to get the Kindle waiting. Where's the Kindle? Kindle's left. Kindle's in the, the airport. Yeah. So I called Air New Zealand and I said, I left my Kindle on the plane. What flight was that? Flight blah. And he said, oh, yeah, we found it. When are you coming back? I said, I'm coming back uh, um, later today, 5 p.m. Oh, that, that will be waiting for you. That's fine. And yep. when I got to the plane on the 5 p.m. flight, the woman gave it to me and that's it. That's so yeah, cool. Well done, Air New Zealand. Go that that is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That is really yeah. cool. Now we've just got to get them to realize that it's not going to interfere with the landing controls. Oh, and this let me morning. just read my book. Like, please, who, please who, who's using... responsible for that? Hey. Oh. Is it the government? Is it a government it's, thing? It's civil it aviation. The, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's on their list of uh, may, may try to communicate wirelessly, therefore cannot be allowed. Uh, and it's the nonsense. I've seen the pilots in the cockpit actually texting people. They're not worried about it. We shouldn't be worried about it. It's no, not going incredible. to interfere. That is incredible. Yeah. Well, and, and, the, and the other problem is... A Kindle is actually never really off. No, it's, it's almost never off. always sleeping. I mean, when I, I flip the switch, yeah. it puts the sleep screen yeah. 
and it's just it's leaping. The yeah. kid is you can't actually running. really turn it off, can no, you? No, 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 no. it's no. not roll. And, and there are more the devices like that. Yeah, there are yeah. other devices that they're always on. Mm. I mean, people uh, mm. just get a grip of this. Yeah, get yeah. get on with the program. They should test it. That's the problem. Is that it's based on ignorance. They've never actually. Um, tried testing but they're doing a review in America well that's they good just because started, it's the Americans who's, who are leading this whole they just started review mm, yeah. and, and the FAA the, the Federal yeah. Aviation Authority is asking for input in what device could, yeah. if ever we have if we ever allowed to use mobile phones on, on the plane Please Ooh. do not allow voice. No, no, no. I don't um, want to be in a 12-hour flight <laughs> to LA yep. trying to sleep with someone. Somebody sitting <laughs> next to you. Or the thing. No, Somebody micromanaging their team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. But yeah. Well, I think it's... Data is fine, but yeah. no it's voice. It's traditionally too, too noisy because I remember quite a few years ago now on a flight from, uh, I think, Germany to Singapore... Mm. And being on the, the very, very early Wi-Fi service that right. uh, that Boeing launched. And I, I wanted to try it out. So naturally, I sent some messages and I got on, got on Skype uh, and I sent a direct message to somebody. But I thought about... Could I test a call just 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 to just test to it? Yeah. Um, no, you but, didn't. But the but the noise yeah, of yeah. the the noise of the plane and so on, you you get quite used to it when you're on there. But yeah. you you couldn't actually have made a of made a call that would have would, would yeah, have worked. I mean, right. maybe with something in your ear and so on, you could have done. But I I didn't try it. But I was just you know yeah, it was yeah. just that thought of would would this mm-hmm. work? What are the delays and so on? And, you know, ping times etc. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah l- let's hope they keep some uh, keep some rules wrapped around that because it could be a bit, I mean, of, a, bit of a nightmare. I mean, just receiving SMS is going to be noise enough. Oh well, that's right. You know, yeah. So I just want them to let me read my book. Yeah, let me read. Let, let the Kindle go. Yeah. Let the iPad go. That's, that's fine. Right. Yeah, but you know, the rest of it, yeah, not so much. I don't know. You guys are always just wanting more and more, more. rules, Give me more. making making life so Regulate. difficult. Regulate. Um, Deregulate. <laughs> um, last thing I've got on my list uh, that I noticed just in the last few days, and it's been a little bit of media coverage around uh, this, is that I noticed um, Windows 8 and Xbox Live Gaming is is starting to uh, come alive. So mm. for those who are uh, who are who are gamers, uh, Microsoft are really um, are really trying to sort of grab you and suck you into their ecosystem mm. because you can now earn your um, get your gamer score pushed up by playing not only on the Xbox but also on your Windows phone and I can see Mauricio having a play with his Windows phone now he's probably going to um, show us his um, his his avatar um, and he's going to tell us how many uh, gamer what his gamer score is. What's your gamer score, Mauricio? Very low. I, I haven't <laughs> even looked at that. Yeah. Uh, well, you can now bump it up by playing games on Windows 8. Uh, there's a few free games that yeah. they've launched just to you know get it started. Like the they've redone the whole solitaire thing with all these different versions, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, a couple of other games in there. Yeah. So. Um, no, it's 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 kind of it's kind of fun if you're a gamer. It's it's interesting to see uh, that Windows uh, or Microsoft mm. is sort of starting to put Windows back out there as uh, as a real gaming platform. Hey, there's a whole bunch of games that are apparently uh, coming out around launch or soon after. So very good to see. That will be a bit of fun. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether Apple sort of respond by really starting to push the gaming. You know, mm. they've got the game center there on on iOS. How they're going to push that out? Whether we're going to start seeing that on Apple TV, yep. uh, and also again, you know, Google—they've got their ecosystem. Whether they're going to start mm. really uh, um, getting seriously into the into the gaming space right. because they're across multiple screens now as well. 
uh, and it sort of makes space to ha- it makes sense to have music, movies, apps, yep, and games. Yeah, and and that's right. That's the, the the three screens tied in together: your handset, your your tablet, or your computer, and your television. It's uh, it's the perfect uh, the perfect storm, really. Yep, and we're starting to see games where you can move from one screen to another and take a take a game with you yeah. on a on a mobile device and and finish it on the other device. That's right. Uh, just having a look at uh, at Mauricio's uh, uh, Xbox Gamer Score uh, and <laughs> and and his picture. Um, He's, He's got 85 out. points, so I'm going to challenge anyone to see if they can uh, <laughs> they can get a gamer score higher than Mauricio's. I think, that, you could, and that will be almost everyone else. <laughs> you can probably get 85 points just by uh, spending uh, 20 minutes playing each of the free games uh, on, I, Windo- on Windows 8. I think that that is my daughter playing Flowers on the uh, Windows Phone. <laughs> she get all this score. Um, I think my my one's up around uh, 2,000, which is is just a reflection of the number of games that I've played, which actually isn't a lot, because there, there are go. people with way up 10,000. Yeah. It's incredible. Well Some beyond. people, really. How about you, Paul? No, Did, I've got no score at all. I, um, uh, I have no access to any of this. My computer at home is so old now, it barely uh, copes as a, as a web server, let alone anything else. But you're not using computers or desktops and laptops anymore. Well, well no, I've got a desktop at home uh, that's my gamer machine, but um, uh, okay. it, it lets me play Modern Warfare 3, and that's about it. And well, then I, well, that's I, what's I abandoned important. It. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah the, the hardcore stuff. Cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, computer games, uh, uh, I've got more games now on my iPad and, and on various devices because of my kids. They download hundreds of them and uh, it's astonishing. Sound, the sounds dangerous. Oh, tell me about <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 as long as it's free, I don't mind. Now, uh, now that's us, I think, for this week on the New Zealand Tech Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Now, uh, Paul Brislin, where do we find you online? I am at Twitter for the most part, uh, at Paul Brislin. Um, I'm also at Two Ends, so twoands.org.nz, um, blogging occasionally when I uh, find myself with so some two ends, time. So Twoands, that's T-U-A-N-Z.org.nz. Excellent for the Telecommunications Users Association That's of New us. Zealand. Have I got that right? You have indeed. Yes, we uh, try to champion the, uh, the the cause of the customer rather than the telcos themselves, and try and get better deals and uh, better uh, telecommunications infrastructure for the country as a whole. Good. Well, I got a little bit of a taste of some new infrastructure last week. Oh, very happy about my ultrafast broadband. Oh, very nice, uh, Mauricio. You're pretty pretty easy to find online, really, yes. aren't you? Yes. Uh, if you just search for Mauricio Freitas, you're probably going to find me on the first <laughs> results. And, uh, and it's pretty easy to find your uh, your main website, geekzone.co.nz, uh, well known to uh, to our listeners. Yep, that's the one. So uh, if you don't know the site, people should go and go and check it out because there's a lot of yes, blogs. Please. I do I blog on there. There's great message board and, and discussion areas. There's, yeah. there's quite a good chunk of content that's mm. just changing all the time. That, that's one interesting thing is that we run a blogging platform that we're developing how for our users to use in their own blogs. Uh, people don't realize that our users can you know run their blogs. And a few months ago, we actually created custom domains. So we have a few people that actually use the Geekzone platform for their own blogs. Right, on their it own It doesn't domain. show Geekzone, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's good. That's yep, good. so that, that's where, where I run, um, you know, my main, my main blog, which is techjungle.com, runs through, uh, through Geekzone. And, uh, of course, Nate Dunn, who's a very regular on the show, uh, yeah. run, runs, right. uh, runs his through there. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's, mm. uh, it's, a, it's a very helpful... Uh, Helpful service to the uh, yeah. to the tech community. So thank thank you for that, Mauricio. 
Uh, yep, so that, that's us. Uh, of course, you can find us online, nztechpodcast.com. Uh, also, we're NZ Tech Podcast on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, you can track me down on Twitter, at uh, Paul Spain, or as mentioned before, uh, techjungle.com and also uh, paulspain.com. So thanks, everyone, for listening in. We will catch you on the next episode, uh, which, like last week, we had an extra episode for those who uh, who caught our uh, special uh, episode where we chatted to uh, uh, Alec Ross, who was uh, one of Obama's um, uh, helpers who helped him get into office mm. with the use of uh, social media. So quite an interesting interview there. Uh, and we also spoke uh, with Emily... Where's the surname? Um from Mashable, uh, one of the uh, editors from Mashable. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you didn't catch episode 85, that was sort of an, an in-between uh, our weekly episodes one. Uh, and we will likely do the same again this week with, uh, with TechEd. So uh, uh, keep an eye out for that, uh, that extra episode. All right, thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs>